Another Dial It Up with Fawaz episode. Just a little different this time. Yeah. We don't have broker partners. Mm-hmm. We don't have loan officers. We actually have my dear friend Alex. Yes, sir. How are you, my brother? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing incredible. Uh, I still remember uh, eight years ago when I first met you. Yeah. I think you were doing the cell phone business. We sat in a room. We talked about you making a career change, yeah. walking into Quicken Loans at the time doors and becoming a loan officer. Yeah, you had that same talk with my brother. Yeah, like that was eight years ago. After. <laughs> yeah, how's yeah. it going? Eight years, man. Yeah, that's crazy, man. It's, it's been going very well. It's, uh, everything just keeps connecting and evolving, you know? You start at one place and you end up in a completely different place, which I'm sure is similar with you because we started off directing in the same region. We did. And now you're on a whole different side of the business. So you've been moving super fast as well which I've been watching and I respect. But uh, yeah, Rocket's been good to me, man. A lot of uh, what I'm doing now, the foundation was built at Rocket, you know, which is awesome. I'll tell you, look, when I, meeting you for the first time and just starting to get to know you and watch you grow, uh, if I had to like pick one word to, to like describe who you are, at least to me, just in my lens, yeah. uh, I'm gonna pick two words hustle and growth you've always been a hustler like really really like like you were not afraid to put in the hours you were not afraid to put in the work yeah. uh, and but you always did it while always also thinking about growing yeah and you've grown man thank you i mean you were nlo then you became a team leader then a director and now you're you're you you stepped out of that director role to, I mean, I understand family and stuff, but yeah. you're also now, I mean, Aces Academy. Yeah, so through that journey, you know, being a top banker because the company, accessory company, yeah, like you don't notice it, but when you go through things in your life, they shape you to be the person in the next tunnel you're in. So when I sold the accessory business, I was upset, you know, felt like I lost money, I didn't make a good return on my investment, invested 10 years, when I came to Rocket, the reason I was number one is because of the cell phone accessory company, you know? Going door to door and taking no's to the face is a lot harder than taking no's on a phone call. Yeah, know? it's a different business. Yeah, so I was already accustomed and trained for the mental toughness of sales from that business, so became a top originator here right away because just the grit and the hustle, like you said. And a lot of it is just making people like you, you know? I started at working at gas stations when we were young, you know? Like, just talking to people above the counter making them add on a few products off the counter, showing them the new inventory you have in. Um, all that, you know, just built uh, the ethic of relationship building. And I think that's what I took with me to the mortgage banking world. And then as a director, when I started helping people that were struggling, I realized, you know, it's the same exact thing in that business that is in this business. And then when I help people at the broker shop, same exact thing in the retail that works in the broker shops. You know, you just gotta adjust things slightly, but the concepts and the foundation is the same. If you're a great leader at TPO, I think you could be a great leader anywhere because the same fundamentals that you hold with you here, you're gonna take them to the restaurant business, you're gonna take them to the accessory business, you're gonna take them to the entertainment business, you know, one-on-ones, relationships, inspiration, contests, reporting, metrics, promotions, that's all stuff that goes with you regardless of where you are. Yeah, I love that, man. Look, but but look, I get it, I get it, right? Like. 
your past experiences define, like helps you, paves the way to where you're at today. And I get all that. Yeah. But 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 you've always had that. I don't know what you call it, like like the will that you want to do more and you want to accomplish more. And it was very evident, even like when you first started and, and even today, like you continue to want to grow. Like what is like your why? Like like why are you so on fire? Every time I talk to you, you're like, yeah, I'm excited about this. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, like what drives you? What motivates you? Yeah, so I think, and that's one of your interview questions. What is your why is your last one? Yeah. Remember? I think that humans run towards pleasure, they run from fear. And I believe that I have a mix of both. You have people that do one or the other, I think that I do a little bit of both. What do I mean by run from fear? Well, my parents came here from Lebanon, not knowing a word of English. I'm sure you have a similar story as well. And growing up, you know, with my dad working midnight at a gas station that was in a bad area, barely knowing English, getting shot at a few times. All that stuff I remember is the pain, you know? I remember when I had Christmas with no presents and my cousins had presents. And I remember when I was working so hard and I used to drive my van around in my real car and I see people with nice cars. I never, ever got mad and said, oh, F these people, they have nice cars. I do. I always said, like, I'm going to have a nice car. When I went to my friend's house with a pool in it, I'm going to have a backyard with a pool in it. So it was always from the pain of I know what it took growing up, not having it financially stable and having to work hard to help my parents. I never, ever want to go back to that. Now, coming to Rocket, the, the month I made my first big check, it was like 30-something thousand. I had to rub my eyes and look three times, right, because I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it was real. When I got that, I started running towards pleasure. I retired my parents. I bought a house. I bought a car. I started accomplishing things in one year that I had a vision of doing in five years, and I realized how fast you could actually accomplish things when you have the right resources and the right vehicle to drive you. And Rocket was that vehicle for me because I was making triple what I was making running my company before Rocket. So till today, eight years later, I remember the pain. I never want to be broke again. I never want to struggle again. I don't want my son to have to struggle. I don't want my son to have to work and help me. And then I remember the pleasure. I look around at my house. I have bills to pay. I look at the car. This is a beautiful car. It makes me feel good. I got to pay the bill for this car. And I say, what's next after that? What's next? I want to have a house just like I have in Michigan and Florida. And no, I don't want to rent out either one. I want to have them fully furnished, and I want to pay for both of them. And I want to go back and forth and have them both ready for me. What's next? I want to have two cars instead of one car. Me and my wife share a car. I want to get her a second car. You know, I'm thinking of selling the second car right now because we just got a Tesla. And I'm like, in my mind, why do I have to sell it? Why can't I make more and afford both? So it's running from the pain. I never want to feel that again. It's running towards the pleasure. I'm accomplishing things. I look around. They're all around me. And then it's what's next. It's a combination of those three things. And after a while, it's like automatic now. I mean, there's a bunch of small things that go with that, right? What you listen to every single morning. Um, Who you talk to, who you associate yourself with. I don't mess with negative people. If somebody's not helping me grow, I stay away from them. You know, I do what I can and I move on. Instead of listening to music, I listen to your podcasts. Like, so I'm always trying to learn and grow and just surround myself with positive people. And that doesn't mean me and you has to have, have to have a drink and hang out. There's YouTube, there's Google, there's positive documentaries, there's all kinds of things that you could fill your mind up to grow. So I've suffocated myself with that for five years, and now I feel like I'm just like automatically wake up, what's next, what's next, what's next. I can't stop. I love it. I really do. Look, um, 
it's good to always remember where you came from. Yeah. I think that motivates you. That That is like the fire that keeps you going. A lot of people, and, and again, not judging people, but a lot of people forget where they came from. They yeah. see success and they start enjoying the fruits of their labor, but then they forget where they came from. And, yeah. and the moment you forget what you've been through, where you came from, uh, I, I, that's like that 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 starts to put you in a position to where you stop becoming successful because yeah. you forget that pain you want to remember that pain yeah yeah look um, I mean eight years it's a long journey yeah and uh, I want to get into aces Academy because I know like I've witnessed you work with even our partners yeah. and 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 I, and I can see the impact and I hear them talking about some of the things that you're doing with them. But before we get into all that, right, mm -hmm. I want to walk me through your top process with, with even starting ACES Academy. And then once we do that, we'll talk about what is it and, and what you do with partners. And then maybe I can share a little bit of some of the success that yeah, I'm hearing out there as well. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Um, I think it comes down to documenting. So... When I, was, when I first started banking, I didn't know anything about mortgages. I knew how to make people like me, so I'd keep asking questions. Does this qualify somebody, does this not? Then I'd make cheat sheets, right? This doesn't qualify somebody, this does. Here's the questions to ask, and then, how do I make somebody like me? Well, I made some questions I could ask during income, and some stories I could share during assets. And I documented a process as a salesperson, so we had our own CPP that we used to give people to use. I made my own CPP for myself, because I need to go through it to learn. This CPP form I used for five years. And when I became a director, I started giving my team this form. We called it like our sauce. You know, that was our script that we used to master the relationship while mastering qualifying at the same time. Before I became a director, when you know Marshall Cutts at the time told me that I was gonna interview next month, those 30 days I did nothing but build processes for being a director. And keep in mind, I could have got shut down on the roll and I could have did all of that for nothing. But I spent 30 days every day after originating from 6 p.m. to 12 p.m. And I wrote down, I'm a director. What am I going to do? This stuff has to be easy when I start. I want to have everything ready to go. So built a team name, team standards. What am I going to do one-on-ones? What am I going to do trainings? What kind of trainings am I going to do? How am I going to motivate people? What kind of contests could I run? What's my team identity going to be? How am I going to keep that identity alive? And I came up with my whole business plan to be a director before I was a director. So I think it's like moving five steps ahead, documenting the process was very important because when I became a director, I started making prepackaged huddles. I don't, I'm not sure if you remember that. I remember those. I used to send out an email to all yep. directors. I remember that. Every Monday, you know, with a prepackaged yep. huddle, where it was a huddle that was made for you to run with your team, like all access. Yep. When somebody comes, they have a process. All access is not like, a, okay, well, uh, let's go walk and get ice cream. Let's go do this. No, you have a booklet, you have a process, it's already done. What does that do for you? Relieve stress. You don't have to think about, what am I going to do when everybody gets here? You already have a process in place for that. So I guess I got good at documenting the process. And then after a while, I had so many processes and trainings and things I documented for sales and leaders. I said, you know what? I need to make an academy with all this stuff and help leaders and salespeople across the country because it's all universal and it's all foundational. Takeover. Was that the first team name? The Takers. The Takers. Yeah. Why did I think the Takeover? I thought I saw was, a sign. Uh, takeover was Nader Carson. Oh. He used to wear his jacket because I was part of his uh, region. So tell me about the Takers. So the Takers was our first team name. A lot of people took it as a negative 
name, right? But I used to mean um, take advantage of the opportunity every single day because when I started banking here, one of the reasons I did well is because I used to hear the veteran bankers on the phone and I feel like they weren't excited. And then I tell myself in my head, man, these guys don't know what they have in front of them. And when I get on the phones, I'm gonna take these clients and take care of them at another level, you know? Um, so that was a theme of the takers. It's about we're here to take advantage of it. We worked our whole lives to get here. Now, what do you do when you're here? So it was about taking advantage of the opportunity. And with the takers, I learned a lot. You know, I used to start off, here's my non-negotiables. You got to be early. You got to do this. You got to do that. And then over time, our senior leaders helped me. You know, that's not what a team is. A team standard should be made by the team. You know, and it shouldn't be about being later. Now, it should be about fundamentals that you live by. And when I did that with my team, one of the first things they came up with was family over everything. So now my team's a family identity. And then the outings, I'd bring them to my house in my living room and party with them in my living room and celebrate. And I'd spend money on them and I'd get awards and I'd get to know them personally. What I realized with the takers, when we were the number one team, it wasn't because I was a great director and just production, you know, because I realized that you gotta be a great therapist before you can be a great director. And I think that applies to all leadership roles. If I have shit going on in my household and I come in and you give me the rah, rah, rah about what I got to do today at work, that's going out one ear out the other. But if you ask me what's wrong, right, what's going on, like Chad Weinbaum, every time I went to his office. Yeah. No, no, no. Not He's good at that. What's going on with you? Six minutes later, I need a tissue box. I'm about to cry in his office. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but that's, that's what made him. I mean, he's a great leader, but that, that for sure, everyone knows Chad for that. Correct, because he was about you before the business. Yeah. And people need to understand that it is about you before the business because you can't do well in the business without doing well for you. So I feel like that's what I learned. 80% of my day was spent solving people's personal issues. My husband did this. Um, this is going on with my sister. Um, I'm having trouble finding a house. You know, like It was solving their personal problems first, getting their mind right, and then helping them out with the business. And I became very good at that. And it's also draining. Leaders like you don't get enough credit. It's like running another family full time, but not a regular family. A regular family is three to seven people. Yeah. How many people do you have under you? Uh, with you, I should say. About four hundred. All right. You have uh, forty-eight families. Yeah. Eighty-eight families. Whatever that adds up to as a math, that's difficult. You probably end your day like, what the hell did I do today? I talked to so many people, and like your life is last. Sadly, that's the truth for leaders. Our lives come last. You're helping everybody all day long. That at the end of the day, you say, what did I do for myself? How about my problems? Who do I got to talk to? You have nobody to talk to. You solve people's problems all day long. Then you try to take the same feedback you give people and apply it to your own life. So you don't need anybody to talk to because you're doing the solving for a lot of people already. So I think that's a draining part of leadership too. And people need to realize that leaders need more credit because they are the therapist for everybody that they lead. And they are the counselor, and they are the attorney, and they are the trainer, and they are the shield from all stress. And that takes a toll on you mentally and physically. Yeah, look, leadership is not easy, but I'll tell you, man, like, I think the best part about leadership is watch someone succeed. Yes. That you, you've had a hand in helping. Mm -hmm. Or watch someone go purchase a home, their dream home, and they walk up to you and says, hey, thank you, you took a chance on me. And, and I think that, that's why we do it. Like, it's because yeah. you want to you see people grow, you want to see people get better. Um, look, banking, leadership, ACES Academy, 
I know that we we invite you to our All Access event, and I'm sure our broker partners know what All Access is. It's basically a two days event where we talk about philosophy, leadership, culture, the business, product knowledge, our technology, and you by far, I mean, when, when you do your presentation, I get a ton of positive feedback from our broker partners. People love it. They enjoy your style. They love the, the motivation part of it, the philosophy part of it. And um, and I want you to talk a little bit about it. But I know you talked, I asked you about ACES Academy uh, and you talked about how it started. Tell us a little bit about ACES Academy. What is it? What do you offer? What kind of service it is? And then let's go into all access. You've been doing all access for a while now. And now let's talk about some of the people that we're impacting. But what is ACES Academy? What do you do? The second off what you said about the impact, I completely agree with you because I could be a broker or a banker and I can make great money, but it's not enough. Yeah. I'm sure the same is for you, so the impact's definitely valuable. ACES Academy, picture it like this. Leaders have so much on their plate, a lot of them end up getting bogged down by things that are not important, things that don't provide value to them. A leader should be focused on culture, on improving retention, on improving production, on improving revenue, on improving lead source, on improving the processes, like making relationships, like that's what a leader should be worried about. When leaders have to deal with onboarding and somebody that wants to quit and somebody that's not happy and bringing in more people, like they get so much stuff on their plate that they need help with it. So at ACES Academy, we come in and we do the training for you. We take over your sales training and your leadership training. It's a virtual training platform that I partnered up with Bradley in Las Vegas on so the actual academy, the video, the way it starts is, have you been doing sales for zero to three months, three to six months, one year, five years? The video stops, you click a button, you choose your choice and it takes you to another video. So it funnels out and trains you according to where you are in your life. Same thing with leadership. So the first thing we do is we train the leaders first. We say, look, without your leaders, you're not gonna have a strong company. Let's get with your leaders. We figure out what's going on and then the academy has full training for everything culture related, everything production related. So we see where your strengths are, we see where your weaknesses are, and we help strengthen your weaknesses. Once we have the leadership team up and rolling, we go to the salespeople and we do the same exact thing. Once we have them up and running, we continue, uh, continually do weekly training with them. And anybody that you onboard, you already have the platform made. So if I come and train your team for eight sessions, then I record the eight sessions. Now your eight sessions are at ACES Academy. So instead of you having to say, hey, Ace, we got to pay you again to train new guys, no, it's already there. The videos Watch your are there, sessions. The tests You're, are there. Yeah, it's available for and them they get right me, there. And they get me weekly along with that. So it's a mindset leadership and sales virtual training platform for onboarding, used for people that are struggling in certain categories. you got someone that's not doing good with follow-up or prospecting, you could assign them as a manager. Hey, go take the, uh, the follow-up chapter in Ace's Academy and do the test and let me know what you find. So it allows you as a leader to assign your people tasks, to onboard your people, to train your people fully. And then I come every single week, I'm available for an hour for weekly training. So I get into groups with the teams, they ask me questions, and I navigate them through the academy. Go watch this chapter do this. Here's how I would handle this. So it's pretty much an online training platform that comes with weekly mentoring and coaching. I love it. About a week ago, we had West Capital in this room. Yeah. I had uh, Danny, Eric, uh, the co-founders. We yeah, also had their guys. VPs. Yeah. And I'll tell you, man, Al Bennett, I mean, this guy was, was giving serious feedback about yeah. his experience with you. 
How long have you been working with Al? Uh, approaching 90 days now, three months I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, when we started it was a very good experience because they're the top, you know, originators they are. for TPO. And we're showing them a new top to take it to another level and to have all the competition, you know, chase up with them. Um, but a lot, a lot of things I did with Al were like uh, infusing the rocket culture into them. You know, it's one thing to have people come to All Access, which by the way, it's an amazing event. I've never seen anything like it before. The amount of money that us, Rocket, you, that we're investing into this event is remarkable. Um, for people out there, I mean, flights, hotels, two days, speakers. Think about the value of every single speaker's time that comes up there. I mean, I'd have to guess over 100000 at least that we're spending. But it's an incredible event, and I think people should be blessed and humbled that we're offering this event because I think it's something that could help speed up a company one to two years just by coming for two days and watching. All the trade secrets given to you in two days, which is awesome. So Al Benesim, I took a lot of that rocket culture and I engraved it into them, you know? They were at a basis where they wouldn't really talk much as a team. They wouldn't meet. They're under the model, we're independent. So the model for brokers that are independent, a lot of them you know, operate in a way like do whatever the hell you want. I'm not gonna check on you. You wanna write loans, you write loans. You wanna market, you market. You don't, you don't. So the first thing we did is he wants to have a winning team. So we said, how do you have a winning team? Is it by this independent model? No, but we don't wanna upset people by being independent. So what do we say? We said the first standard we're gonna live by is we are independent, but we're here to win. We're independent, but we're here to win. Change of mindset right away. Yeah. So we could be independent and we could have half the team at zeros every single month and three people doing all the production. Or we could be independent, we could all win together. So that's where we started. And then we started off with the kickoffs, you know, and the trainings and giving them the resources. Here's how you be successful. Giving them plays, text, emails, voicemails, teaching them how to build a relationship. Then with Al on the, uh, on the leader level, you know, showing him how to get closer to his people how to get to know somebody, how to push somebody to their goals and their why. Do you even know your people's goals and whys, you know? And that's an opportunity if you don't. We built a rocket culture within their team. And some people may think they have it, but it's much more than just, you know, one or two meetings a month or just saying you have a contest. It comes with a lot more. So we mastered Al's calendar as a leader, one-on-ones every day, gave him an agenda, how to break down the meetings, how to do the kickoffs, what trainings we're gonna do, <laughs> getting to know those people closer and pushing them. And then we met with the team, we gave them all the resources, and that comes with the motivation. Here's what Al's doing, now you have everything Al, Al has, why could he do 88,000 revenue in a month and you're doing 7,000? What's the difference? If I give you everything that he has, why can't you do just as much? So, a little bit of all of that, honestly, man, just building the culture, teaching them the skills, mastering their habits, showing them how to plan and showing them how to execute, and trying to make it easy as we go so it's not too much on the leaders, it's not too much on the salespeople. I mean, 90 days to see the, like, the, the, the percentage of their production, how it went up, and to see their success. That's incredible. You talk about yeah. met with them. Are, are you meeting with his team, or are you meeting with him and teaching him and yeah. mentoring him to be able to execute on things that you've done as a leader? Yeah, so when you sign up for the academy, it's a monthly subscription. The monthly subscription gets you intel to all the virtual trainings at any time. And by the way, we drop new content every single week for our subscribers and it gets you weekly coaching for an hour. That comes with the academy. Now on top of that, we throw in eight sessions with every single sign-up. 
So when Al signed up, he got eight sessions. He got four sessions for him, four sessions for the team. So the first four were with him, showing him how to master his leadership and the culture of his team. The next four were with the team, showing them how to master their mindset, how to prospect and follow up like lions, and how to master the phone call and the relationship, and how to leverage emotions where people need you the most. So once we ran through that, his cycle was done. Now he has the academy and the weekly calls. But what Al did was he wanted more, so he signed me up for consulting additionally yeah. once a week. So I've been meeting with him once a week additional on top of the academy, just helping him out. So we're on a weekly basis, and his team has access to the academy and everything in it. That's awesome, man. And look, it's not just Al. I've heard from others as well. Like, I know you, you're meeting with other uh, loan officers, broker partners, and you're having conversations with, and you're making an impact. If I, if I was a broker partner right now wa- listening or watching uh, or a loan officer, how do I sign up? Like, like, where do I go? How do I get a hold of you? I think that's important. People want to always get better, and this is the right time in yeah. this market to, to, to invest in yourself. 100%. And I'll tell you, we've never failed anybody. There's nobody that's been through the, uh, the academy and said, we want our money back. You didn't improve. Everybody improves and makes a large return on their investment. You know, I always that's awesome. 88000 to 540000 yeah. in 60 days. Uh, it's acesacademy.com, A-C-E-Z with a Z in it, A-C-A-D-E-M-Y.com. There's a spot in there for training a team or training yourself. So if you're individual, you could sign up for the individual academy. If you're training a team, you sign up for training a team on that homepage, and it gives you access to make your people usernames and passwords and give them all access. You automatically get a meeting with me, so I'll meet with you and navigate you through and show you how it all works. And the weekly coaching starts right away, and we schedule the eight sessions with you right away. So we get you up and running fast. I wrote down two, I wrote down two things that, uh, again, I've known you for eight years. It's incredible to watch you grow. It's incredible to watch you and see where you're at today. And, and, and again, when I think about you, and I think about always grateful, I think about humble. Uh, you've accomplished a lot, but here you are putting things out there for others to help them out. Uh, I appreciate you, man. I really, I really do. Uh, I'm proud of you. Uh, and stay humble. 100%. Seriously. Yeah. I know, I know you do a very good job with that, but Always. look, man, uh, we all have this beautiful gift that God gave us. It's a gift of life, and, and we got to make an impact on people, and you are making an impact on a lot of people. I, I know our broker partners appreciate you. I love the fact that we have you join us when we do all access. Uh, I think it's a big win for everyone. Uh, keep up the good work, and... Uh, We appreciate you, man. You guys as well. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, brother.